another episode of With the Chiefs. Wait, 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 wait. Man, I need more rest. I hope you got. I've got your last name right there. It's a very good pronunciation. You should know better than that now, dog. I know. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of With the Chiefs. Today, we're very lucky to be joined by Zachary Johnson. Zach is a very talented middle distance runner and is a member of Run Crew. At the end of 2023, he went on a bit of a PB spree, running 152 in the 800, 351 in the 1500, and 827 in the 3000. Um, Today, we're going to chat with Zach about those performances along with some of the training that went into it. So, Zach, welcome to the show, mate. Thank you. Nice to nice to be on chatting to you, boys. Yeah, sweet. Um, so we normally start with a bit of a training update. So I guess we'll start with you, Zach. What's what's been happening over this week in terms of training? Let me just get out my phone. I have a hang on. It's not on Strava though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll. Uh... Do you show the video? Do you show this? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. We uh, do. Got a little, like, a little awkward. Uh, oh, jeez. You know, oh, got a little yeah. range there. Yeah, um, you can't get find some... that publicly. Yeah, it's this not. is <laughs> secret training insight. Yeah, the three, the three hundred k weeks. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of ups and downs. Um, I kind of I kind of got a great winter towards like August onwards. Um, and everything was just clicking like. Everyone in the group was sort of just gelling and training. We're all taking reps and everything just sort of went really well. Um, so I got like a big build up um, till like the start of track season, I guess, and then raced um, well, like really well for me. Got a bunch of PBs, which I was stoked with. And then I got sick um, kind of like just before December um, yeah. and got sick just after December. So kind of just been coming back, but couple like 100k weeks and then this week um this week's been my best week in a while actually three sessions lots of easy running um yeah really good so definitely on the up which i'm stoked about yeah nice uh what would the can you go into the sessions a little bit yeah 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 sure so the first one um i was actually on like a boys trip down south um which was hard to balance because you know like i said to myself you know as every person does on january 1st all right, this year, you know, no drinking till nationals kind of thing. Um, I'm going to be real hard with myself. But then I I hope, I hope my coach doesn't hear this, but I went out on Saturday and Sunday night, which might have been a bit stupid. <laughs> um, but then Tuesday I had, because my Achilles has been a bit sore, so I had like a bulkier session. Um, on, oh, no, it wasn't on my own. It was with Lockie Townsend, who trains with oh, yeah. um, like Drew and uh, the ESP boys, like yeah. Sydney's new guy. He's really a country boy, didn't he? Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he hates it when you say that, but does he? <laughs> we introduce him to everyone as the man from Dubbo. He's like a real, real good sort, soul to the yeah. earth. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's lovely. So we were down there, um, and he jumped in on my session, which I was grateful. It was six by five minutes, um, off two minute jog. Um, and we took the jogs pretty easy. And then it was on like this, it's not really attractive graph, but it was like this tiny little road loop um, around my mate's beach house in Sussex um, near Husky. And we did, these are really unsexy splits, but we did 314 for the first five minutes. And I was like, oh God, I'm dying. Lockie was like, we had our other mate on the bike. 
and he's like singing along with with my mate on the bike like he's like throwing his hands in the air <laughs> it, he was walking those reps and i was, I was dying and Lockie and I, like, we're very good mates, but we also race each other, like, quite directly in every distance. So, there's, like, that little edge. So, I'm like, I can't show this bloke that I'm, like, really hurting. But I was hurting. And then- <laughs> but um, is Lockie more like a distance kind of approach, whereas you're more- I think distance? so. Yeah. 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 He's, like, he's a gun over cross country, whereas my cross country record should not be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm notorious for um, running a couple four-minute Ks in cross-country courses. I'm just so bad at it. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely more strong. So, um, over the aerobic stuff, I'm kind of just holding on. But it was 314, 307, 309. This was my fault. I pushed a bit because I I thought he was hurting. (laughs) So, (laughs) 303. um, And then 308, I died. And then 314, I died. So, but it was a very good session. It was like 10.5K um nice work, work and then thursday um hold on i'm just trying to find it sorry thursday was very much a confidence booster i haven't really done anything like that in a while so i'm grateful to gary for giving it to me but we did we went to the track i always see dom there um he always <laughs> cheers <It's> nice <laughs> but, Zach's always on the front yeah like <laughs> yeah. yeah dom comes at the end when like i'm leading like the the pretty reps you know like the little 200s at the end. <laughs> but, um, with about a thousand people with king's cross is it dom yeah king's cross yeah, yeah sick. no it looks like a cool group but we did we did 1600 so four laps and then just trying to find the rest yeah four laps and then we took two minutes so plenty of time two by 200 and we really didn't there was no gary just said chill between those so we just walked back slowly and aimlessly and took 90 seconds basically um and then three by four by 400 so it was like sets of four 400s um broken into three sets and then in between the actual 400s was um a minute 45 cycle so yeah we we all freaked out when we heard that because we were like holy no this is going to be it's going to be like 45 seconds rest after a 60. Mm. It's not nice. And then, but then six minutes between sets. Um, okay. So we did, Gary was, it's the first, usually we run kind of to feel, I guess, because everyone in the squad's always like um, sort of in different spots with their training. Some guys are quicker, some guys are stronger. Um, but on this Thursday group, it's probably a bit more focused to like the MD stuff. So, which I, which I love. Um, we've got a bunch of guys that are kind of going for the same thing. So kind of in that front that front group, it was like me, um, my mate Jaden Gill, um, who else? Harry Phillips, Cam Burnett, like just these, and Harry Harleen actually, who's like a probably our best junior at the moment. And yeah, so we were told relaxed for the for the sixteen hundred. So we we always press to like get exact paces, and Gary's like, no, don't worry, just do it, relax. But he said seventy twos, but then in the first lap. Poor Harry, I'll throw him under the bus. He let us out, and I swear we ran like a 75. And like, <laughs> yeah, we were sort of like, man. And then Harry Phillips, um, and ha- Harry Harleen's totally capable of going quicker. He's just, I think we were just all joking about it. And then Harry Phillips then just like threw on the accelerator and like we went into like a 67 or something. So whatever it was to get us through. And then we ended up in 445 for that four laps. And then the 200s were both in 30, which was pretty good. And we just kind of kept a lid on it. And then the 400s, Gary said, go 62, 64, 64, 62. Um, 
So, which was quite brutal with like the 40 seconds rest in between. <laughs> and we did. I'm a shocker for pacing, by the way, just as a disclaimer. I'm very bad. <laughs> like, so we, I said that I'd lead the fast ones because they're a bit easier to pace, a bit closer to red line. Mm-hmm. And then the other boys can do the, the slow ones and I can sort of just get out of the way and not mess everyone's session. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the first set was 61, 64, 64, 61. So that was actually pretty good. And then the second set, uh, was 59, my fault, 64, 63, probably my fault again, and then 59. And then the third set was 59, 64, 64, 59. So I probably cooked it a bit too hard on those ones, but um, it was an awesome session. Like we were full hands on knees afterwards, like, and it was so humid, Dom. I mean, you were there. I was like, yeah, yeah. I felt like I'd been for a swim after that session. It was crazy. But um, it was pretty cool. Like, it was just, it was one of those sessions where, like, everyone kind of took reps. Um, You know, we had, like, a second group going off a longer cycle with all the juniors. So we were kind of watching each other out of the corner of our eyes. Like, we were doing the session. Um, It was really good. So I I really enjoyed that. That gave me a lot of confidence that I'm kind of finally back to where I was in November. And then today was brutal, actually. doesn't sound hard, but it was four times 600, 400, 200. And it's like, um, I can't really show you guys, but like it's this it's this little area like right next to Homestead at Centennial Park. So mm-hmm. if you're like standing at that that tree that's in front of the cafe, it's like a bit further down and then next to all those like footy fields mm-hmm. and I just put cones out. Um, so it was like a 600 metre, I guess, um, like whale mouth type loop thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did... And then it was in between the six and the four was like a hundred jog. And then in between the four and the two was like, you know, a bit longer. And then in between the two, the, the two and the six, then it was just walk back. So we had plenty of rest, but um, I actually don't know the splits for that. Cause I didn't, I didn't look, but it was, yeah, it felt really hard. And Jaden absolutely murdered us. Like it was, <laughs> it's one of those sessions where I was absolutely fighting to stick with him, but he, he did really well. Um, and it was just tough, like on the grass, trying to run fast, every rep sort of felt hard. Um, but again, it was a cool environment. Cause like we had guys doing the distance session, which would, I'd kind of just jump in and, you know, people watching and we're all kind of running on the same loop. And it was that kind of like gritty vibe that I really like, like on those Tuesday morning sessions that I, again, see you always on like around, yeah. you know, where splits like splits don't really matter because it's just like soft grass kind of undulating bit hilly and it's just it's just like a gritty grimy session i think mm-hmm. that's the stuff that gary probably prefers rather than like the really the really like i don't know precision type track workouts just because it gets you a lot stronger um yeah. so that was awesome as well today i'm really happy i finished that strong um so yeah that was that was the week sorry for rambling <laughs> no, no that's, that's a good that's a good week good insight yeah, yeah especially because awesome. we, we can't get it can't uh, see. publicly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. I, um, yeah. I was no, listening, funny story. I was listening to the Inside Running podcast a while ago. I think it was the Inside Running podcast. And I heard this Swedish bloke who was on the thing or maybe Norwegian. And he was talking about like how he got like all of his, all of like his worth to run was like, oh, I'm going to show my followers I can do four twelves for 60 minutes. And like, you know, you get it. You get so much kudos for that. And then, like, if one day was at like five twelves, he'd feel like a bit nervous. Um, can mm. really want to post it. And I that sort of resonated with me a lot because I was like, geez, 
I'd always check. And then I got into this like awful habit because my parents are both very old school. They're like, geez, social media, those kids, you know, all that kind of rubbish. Yeah, yeah. So, like I kind of did notice myself checking. Like I was like, oh, no, this person's liked my run. This person hasn't liked my run. You know, my coach hasn't liked my run. Did I do something wrong? And I, like, yeah. I, I full spiraled with it and I was like, geez, I just want everyone to see my 60-minute morning run, which the pace doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Easy. So, um, and then I guess also I really wanted to drive home. So, I'm going into like a life story. I really wanted oh, to like good. drive home to myself that like races are the only thing that matter because I'm notoriously an excellent trainer. Like I'll, I'll run ridiculous sessions in training, um, probably – far faster than what my PVs suggest. But then it literally, it means absolutely nothing, you know, if you can't do it on race day. Mm. So, um, my Gary and Ben, Benny Saint, um, and Katie and like all the coaches at run crew have been really good with that. Cause it's like, you know, you can, he can run 20 by whatever, 400 at 50 seconds. <laughs> but if you're still a 351 runner, you're a 351 runner. So I, I that was part of the reason. And now I kind of only post races, um, and it's yeah, I mean, it seems a bit pretentious, <laughs> but no, it makes sense. For definitely sure. helps me mentally a lot in terms of like just trying to like do everything I can to focus on the right things. Yeah, I was gonna say you're probably a lot um, less distracted by it at least. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. you probably don't notice like. I mean, I, pr- I check it all the time, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, you probably don't notice how much it impacts things. So, yeah, it was good for you to pick up on that. And at least it's a positive thing. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Also um, hides the mountain graph, which is just up and down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chris Gat calls it his Patagonia pattern or something Literally. like that. <laughs> mine, is, mine is shocking, but doesn't matter. <laughs> um. Oh, what a week. Um, yeah, what about oh were you gonna ask a question, Dom? Sorry. Oh, I was just wondering, um, what are you kind of training for at the moment then? Any races coming up? Yeah, I um we weren't sure because I, I got whacked like um in November, right before that, like three days before that 351, I got influenza A, which I, I've always had bad asthma. So like any respiratory um illness just cooks me. I'd rather like a broken leg, to be honest. Mm. Um so I, I had that, which put me in a hole. And then I had COVID um, in early of this year, which smashed me again. And Gary and I were kind of like, geez, you know, and I was so unfit. Like I <laughs> I did six by 800 off like two minutes. I still remember it on the track, vapor flies, half tights, the works. I was like, I'm ready to crush it. You know, COVID ain't going to do anything. And I literally averaged, I think, 245 for the <laughs> 800. Yeah. So it's like. And, you know, all the, the little eight-year-olds in our squad were lapping me. Yeah. Um, so we, we were unsure whether or not I'd race for a while. Um, but then I guess based off that Thursday session, I'm feeling a lot better. And it's amazing what confidence does as well. So, um, yeah, I'm going to have a go in this 1500 on Thursday next week, um, which should be good. I actually heard – wait, when do you guys release this video? Um, maybe Maybe tonight or tomorrow. All right. Well, I mean, I heard from someone that apparently Jake Whiteman and like Stewie and Cam Myers and like all these big dogs are running in this Bankstown Milers meet on Thursday. Really? And yeah, I was right. like, I know. So, um, so I was kind of on the fence about like racing. Um, but then I was like, nah, fuck it. That'd be sick. So, <laughs> yeah. 
it used to be cool to be out there, but um, I'm pretty yeah. keen to get after it myself. I think I can PB. Um, but then after that, um, nothing until state 1500. So I think that's like in three or four weeks. Um, so I'll do the 15 there. And then after that, I think I'll I'll just try to race as much as I can till nationals. I think there's the Albie Thomas mile, um, mm. which I'd love to do. Um, maybe sneak an 800 in there as well, just because I might be good. But it, yeah, all depends on the coach, really, what he says. But I'm really keen for this Thursday. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah, it's going to so, be sick. So the 15 is kind of... Um, yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. I thought I was an 800 runner. Um, and then we had a bunch of guys like kind of join our squad, like Luke Boys, who I don't know oh, if you yeah. know. Yeah, Did he win nationals? He came third. But oh, like, right. yeah, geez. Yeah, he, he just come second at um, Maury Plant like last night or two nights ago or something. Yeah. And um, he, man, he is, he's a monster. He went from like, I don't know, two minutes to 146 in like, I think 18 months or something like that. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, he, he got really good. Um, and then there's this a bunch of new blokes like Aiden Love, um, like a bunch of guys that just have like crazy raw speed. They're running like you know low fifties and under in training and stuff. And I kind of realized I was like, geez, I'm not really uh, an 800 runner, am I, Gary? And he's like, well, you finally realized. <laughs> 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 I think I think the plan was to just to run the 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to do some more 5Ks. I just think I need a bit more of a base. Um, I think at the moment, the rest of this season, I'd probably get smoked. But, yeah, 15s for now. That's exciting. Yeah. Because you had some pretty good progression in the 800, though, didn't you? Like, I love the 800. Yeah. I reckon I've never suffered more in any distance than the 800, and I love yeah. that. It was just like every single race just felt like it well, was quite good for me because – I don't know. I don't think I'd break 50 in the 400. Um, whereas like a bunch of guys, like I think Luke's like 47 mid and stuff and all the guys in central track and the other really good squads for that distance are rapid over 400. So for mm. me, kind of like, like it's quite pure. I can just redline from the gun, um, mm. which I, which I really like. Uh, 1500 needs to be a bit, a bit more, I guess, tactical in how I approach it. But yeah, I'm keen to do more eights. They're really fun. A lot yeah. of stuff up afterwards. <laughs> Yeah, far out. So much yeah. pain. Yeah. So much pain. Yeah. Do you describe it as fun as well, Dom? Or? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun when you're like fit, but um, I feel like if you're just doing it as a one-off, it's like, oh, this sucks. Like yeah, you have no. to really commit to it. Yeah. It is horrific, mm. but that's good. Yeah, no, it is good fun though. Uh, yeah. um, what about you, Dom? Mate, Training. Um, yeah. yeah, the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had the sun run and then um, we had a Bucks party that night. So that was kind of yeah, good you- timing for me because, um, yeah, it was like a bit of a celebration after the race and there was no pressure to keep running, but still got up and did the long run the next day a bit hungover. Beautiful. Uh, the title was really struggled in the heat. And then uh, <laughs> a few people were like, oh, I don't know if it was just the heat, mate. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm um, by being there it was not. Just the heat. <laughs> um, I don't know how you did that, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, nah, it was all good though. Um, Where was the Bucks? Was it anywhere cool? It was oh. over two days. We stayed in Coogee. There was a oh, few. Oh, different... yeah, 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 yeah. And there was um, uh, that's you're referring to the Saturday night. I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to what did we do? We went to Coogee Bowls, then we went to karaoke. 
Um, Korean barbecue. And then Korean barbecue. Well, Korean barbecue yeah. oh. before karaoke. So it was yeah, a, it was good fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, last week was not a bad week as well. Um, had like a 120K week and I've been doing um, kind of like a double threshold sort of stuff. So Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday morning, I'm jump, jumping in with the group called East Elite, which is kind of just getting started with um, the run squad guys like Jordy Williams and um, his dad, Warren. Um, but there's a couple of pretty good guys there. Um, Matt Dawson, who he had a really good run at the state 5k, but yeah, he's kind of been like my training partner there, which has been pretty good. Um, and then Tuesday Arbos, we got turbo. Um, and then Thursday we do another double session in the morning. <clears throat> it's pretty cruisy. Uh, there's like an airport running group that I've been running with. Um, and then in the Arvo is the King's Cross or like community sort of track group. So yeah, those two days are pretty big and then the week's just sort of structured around that um and then plus a sunday long run so yeah i feel like i've got a good little routine at the moment um just looked at getting a coach as well this week uh so gonna jump back in with uh the distance collective and tim and michaela they're all should be good yeah yeah i think um yeah legend really cool people and they're good with the trail stuff at giving just all these little like one percent of sort of tips that like, I don't know, you just wouldn't even think about like how to deal with the heat and nutrition and like um, training downhills and all that sort of stuff, which like you wouldn't really think about. Um, so, yeah, that's why I've gone with them. Uh, and, yeah, looking forward to it. we got a month now until the Kunani uh, races down in Hobart, um, oh, which, fun. yeah, should be good. How long are they? Uh, so there's like three races over three days. The first one's... um. A vertical kilometer, so it's a five k race, but you climb thousand meters. Oh, um, right. yeah! So that one's going to be pretty cooked. Like it's pretty <laughs> different to anything I've ever done before. And then the next day is twenty five k's, but you run like up and down the mountain. So I think it's like fourteen hundred meters of elevation. And then the last day is um just around the foothills of the mountains. It's like a nine k run, which I think is still a little bit of climbing, but not too bad. Um, and then, yeah, I think that'll be good prep for UTA, which is kind of like the, the big race for now, um, in May, but which yeah, UTA? UTA hundred. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think everything's kind of building nicely. I took like yeah, a bit of time off before Christmas and I've kind of been running like 110, 120k weeks. And now I think, yeah, I can start building a bit more and start doing a bit more, um, hills and things like that. Um, still try and keep a bit of speed, hopefully, and yeah. go from there. Yeah, yeah. Had a look. You, yeah, it looks like you built some consistency now, Dom. With the, yeah, um, feeling yeah. like I'm fit again. I think like yeah, you take a bit of time off, and yeah, it's hard to get back into it the first couple of weeks, but it doesn't take long, like Zach, I guess, to get back into form. So yeah, no, should be good. With that, uh, with that double those double session days, I'm so mm. fascinated by it. Like I'm such a nerd. I'm I'm good mates with Josh Phillips, and like, you know, I'm I'm I I don't know. I love hearing what different people do. But like, do you have to, you know, that first? So your Tuesday is that with East Elite? Yeah, with East Elite. Yeah. So for Tuesday, like, if there's some faster guys there, and then your your Tuesday night, does that naturally become slower, or like, do you? 
really do it by feel or do you kind of do you pre-plan going in yeah i think like like i haven't been haven't had a coach during this period which um i guess i should probably say um so (laughs) uh, (laughs) i've kind of like been attacking like the east elite session like going pretty hard um uh, and then turbos just sort of survive and get through it i don't know if i'd call it double threshold it's kind of just double workout day yeah Um, yeah yeah, for me (laughs) uh and then thursday is like thursday morning is actually pretty chill like um just pacing people or jogging around with the group yeah Um, and then yeah thursday afternoon is more like a proper session kind of pushing yourself a bit harder on the track yeah it's kind of like a one proper session one sort of moderate effort yeah cool yeah Have you jumped on the um, lactate <laughs> testing kit yet, Dom? No, not yet. But um, no. think I'm gonna get it. I, I told like um, Michaela about like, yeah, this is what I've been doing. She's like, oh yeah, maybe try and get a heart rate monitor, and then we can start um, training to that. So oh yeah, yeah. I think that the paces probably will drop back a bit, and it probably will start being a bit more um, scientific, I guess. But have you used yeah. a heart rate strap before, Dom? No, I never have. Um, I think I'll just go with the arm one probably because they get pretty annoying on the chest. Like they get really hot and stuff, don't they? They do, yeah. Yeah, yeah I stopped wearing mine a while ago just because, I don't know, it just kind of, it's probably good data, but it felt, it just felt a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Like the wrist one is all over the place, but at least it's consistently all over the place. For, so I kind of get an idea. But what about you, Zach? Do you have, do you use uh, chest I tried, I tried a bit in winter um, where the training's like a bit longer. So, like, if we're doing, like, I don't know, more tempo work, say, like, a couple laps of the white fence um, and you can – it's, like, easier to overcook it, I guess, um, if you're going too hard. I tried to use it a couple times there. Um, I guess in summer, like, for me, it doesn't really matter um, on, like, the harder sessions because my heart rate's going to be through the roof anyway. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the chest one really annoyed me. It, you know, it just feels weird putting it on and then it feels too tight. I don't know. I probably should get the the arm one, try it out. Mm. Yeah, they seem like they're all right. I think that chest is still a little bit more accurate possibly, but um, yeah, I think that arm's good enough. So, yeah. I really like to do, I don't know if you do it, Dom, but those um those like testing centers that take you through the uh, like the zone work and stuff where like they, I don't know. I know, I know some of my mates at N-Swiss do it where like they get on the thing with the mask um, and like figure out your zones pretty accurately would you do that or kind of just just guess because i'm not um, sure it's worth it yeah i think it would probably just be a bit of guesswork um, yeah me too just, <laughs> yeah it's just i did, did my vo2 max testing once which was pretty cool okay um but that was when i was like kind of like peak fitness so yeah. i don't think it'd be the same it's kind of like a real <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah i don't know i think um maybe in the future if we, we'll see how this kind of experiment goes um yeah. But I think it'll be good for this next little period. But if we're doing Gold Coast Marathon, I don't know that double threshold is the right approach, really. Um, yeah. You probably want to be doing like more big, sort of long sessions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's good for now. And yeah, keen to kind of experiment with something new. I think, um, yeah, it keeps the running interesting. Can yeah, get dull sometimes. Yeah, um, if you're just doing the same thing day in, day out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Smitty? How's uh, training going? Training last two weeks have been quite question, <laughs> questionable. Um, as as you know, I had a had a bucks party and I had a bit of a different outcome to Dom. He got he got up in the morning and did his long run, but 
I sustained a very minor calf injury from the dance floor. (laughs) (laughs) I I woke up. I woke up and I was like, geez, I'm sore. I thought it was Dom's because of like just <laughs> no dancing activity for a while and also getting a little bit older. But uh, <laughs> by by Thursday, it just it didn't it didn't like settle down as much as it sh- as it should have. It felt like felt like almost post marathon levels of soreness. And I was like, this is right. this is a bit this is a bit red. <laughs> I was messaging I was messaging a few people, Chris included, who's actually um done he's torn his calf before and has ex- experience in that sort of thing i was like is should it still be sore at this point he's like no it should have cleared like <laughs> just be be careful so i went to i think i went to the physio on the friday saw patty and he kind of did i think on thursday i was actually like sort of limping around the city and i was getting really worried but i think a lot of it i was just getting in my head for sure like and it probably wasn't as bad as probably wasn't as bad as I was thinking it was on the Thursday. But at that point, you're kind of just like, "Holy shit, have I tore my calf on the dance floor?" Sort of thing. <laughs> um, uh, and then you obviously start googling and talking to people, and then like the thoughts just kind of spiral everywhere. But um, yeah. on the Friday, I woke up and I was I was able to walk like it like got a little bit better. So I was like, "Okay, can't can't be that bad." And then I went to see Patty. He kind of did his tests and stuff like that, and he's like, "Look." I think it's very it's very minor, but I would be cautious for like between one to two weeks. He said it could be like a very tiny grade one tear or just like a strain. So I just took it easy. I took that whole week off. Um, it was nice to go and spectate because I was going to try and do state five as well, but I just obviously went and spectated. There was a lot of good results from from the Delta running crew. So that was that was nice to to watch everyone. Um, I think I might try and do. I think there's a race on twenty eighth or something like that. Um, so I'll try to do that. But yeah, anyway, the on Monday I went for a run and it was feeling like pretty much I couldn't feel pain, so it cleared really quickly. But then I just took this week conservative. Um, well, not really. I did the Delta session on Tuesday. Because it, <laughs> it was feeling good, so I was meant to take this week conservative. Um, <laughs> if Tobias is listening, sorry, um, but <laughs> but then yeah, it was feeling it was feeling good, but I was still feeling still feeling a bit off, just like energy levels and stuff like that. So I went to I went to the GP to do like a checkup, and I haven't been for I haven't been for ages, and they like. They looked at my they looked at my heart rate and stuff like that and they were kind of concerned that it was um that it was like so low but I tried to explain to them obviously like with training and doing marathon stuff like it's going to it's going to be low but they even they said it's still too like it's a little bit too low even considering so they booked me in to see to go to the bloody cardiologist <laughs> so yeah so I haven't told you this Dom have I no <laughs> yeah right okay so on Thursday that was on that was on Tuesday after the Delta session. And then, yeah, Thursday I went to see the cardiologist. He did an ECG. He said it looks like unusual but not with the context of a lot of running. But he said like it went straight over my head. But he said he still wants to do like an ultrasound. So they did an ultrasound to like check out the heart and everything like that. Um, but they said it's all they said it's all good. So 
But I was a little bit stressed because obviously like after the GP, she, I got a call and been like, look, we're booking. I've had people, I've talked to another doctor and like we're booking, we want to book you into the cardiologist because it's like um, there's a risk or something like that. So I was like freaking out on Wednesday. So mm -hmm. I went on Thursday. Um, anyway, all good. Um, I think, but a very expensive checkup, <laughs> to be honest. Mate, so. uh, what happened at that Bucks party? <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty. It was a big weekend. Let's just let's <laughs> just say that. I was I was in all sorts. Um, but now moving forward, we're gonna focus <laughs> focus on. Uh, I think I'll take your approach, Zach, and. You know, well, I'm not going to nationals, that's for sure. But um, <laughs> <laughs> less drinking, more, more getting back on track or running. Um, yeah, but I think this week I just still I still did a session on Friday, which was which was good, and then um, again probably shouldn't have pushed it again. Sorry, Tobias, but um, and then Saturday I just we did a long run today in Manly, which was good. Um. Yeah. So keen to stay healthy and stay on track. Thanks for listening to my ramble. <laughs> um. Did you feel anything wrong, like with your heart? That's so scary. Or was it kind of just was it oh, just the doctor's thing that they ordered and you had no idea? Yeah. No. They basically like I was just feeling like I was feeling a little bit just off and like going back going back to running. I don't know. I just didn't feel, I just didn't feel the same. So I was like, I should just get a checkup just in case something's up just to do like blood tests and stuff like that. And a general checkup. Cause I haven't, haven't done that in ages. So, um, yeah. And then they, that, cause I have like the aura ring tracker. So yeah, they were, yeah, yeah. yeah, they were looking through that sort of data. Um, it's cool that you use that. Yeah. 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 They were, yeah, because the heart rate gets like in sleep, it says it gets to like thirty three to thirty five in yeah. that range, Jeez. and they were they were saying like slow. <laughs> yeah, like it's really like dangerously. Like I was saying, that potentially, like the heart's not working properly. Like it's not generating enough. I don't even know, but it's not like it's too low. Um, even considering like elite athletes, apparently doesn't get down that low. So they just wanted to eliminate that there was any like pre-existing condition or something like yeah. that so i'm yeah heart. yeah it was a yeah interesting two weeks but yeah let's let's get back to normality no um, the, the reason i was interested is um i again my fault i did it i'll just quickly go over it but i did a yep. set coming back from covid and put myself in hospital um oh shit Dan with heart stuff so that's why i was kind of curious because like yeah it's pretty it's pretty wild like how many young like fit i don't know people that i know um and some obviously in the in the sport like with the worst of consequences but like there's a lot of that going around at the moment it's a bit scary like yeah uh, I, I was the same like i had all my tests done um just last week actually and, and everything's normal apparently but like it's just a bit freaky how much like i don't know heart abnormalities there are um at the moment i guess just with like mm. young healthy fit people yeah i remember um yeah because i remember my uh parents were telling me a story like my dad one of my dad's close friends ages ago was like super fit 
healthy and just when they were out like i think on a hike he had a massive heart attack and passed away but because he just never got a checkup and he was like he had like a a um a condition where his arteries were like blocked and they just didn't know about it because no no one checked um you hear a lot of things like that where like you said zach if if you're super fit you just kind of don't know what's going on until you actually go and get it checked i guess yeah um did you go to cardiologist and everything or obviously you're in hospital so yeah yeah. well they they made me stay for I think it was like four days, which was quite gnarly. Um, but oh, I saw this cardiologist got got all the scans and like the ECG and everything done. Um, and yeah, normal apparently. But mm. it's just yeah. I mean, it's just kind of scary to think like that doing a session can destroy you like that, basically, or like even for yourself. Like there was no. I mean, I guess the night the nights out were a catalyst, but like, oh yeah, yeah, there was nothing specific that I guess you like. You weren't stupid and had like eighteen Red Bulls in one go. I guess. Well, no, I no, 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 no. <laughs> I've had I've had big nights out before. <laughs> yeah, so like, it's just a bit of an unknown, which is like the worst part, I guess. Yeah, yeah, mm. but it is what it is. Yeah, so like, COVID's pretty weird as well, though. Like that. Yeah, COVID. Like, yeah, it's played with everyone's hearts a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, Just don't yeah. know how you're going to react to it. So in the session, what like what oh, ha- what happened? I was at um, so I was on a training camp um in the mountains, and yeah. I tested positive. It, it well, people started testing positive. We won't go into that. Yeah. And um, I tested positive on. T- well, I did an easy run in the morning, and like I knew I was hurting in the easy run. I was like, geez, I feel so off. Mm. Um, and then I kind of went back to the town Oberon near where we were staying and I got like two rat tests and tested positive on both of them. So then I was like, all right, time to go home. So I went mm-hmm. home. Um, the whole drive down, I was like in my head kind of like wanting a symptom, but I had no symptoms, so, like nothing, not even a runny nose. Like my heart rate was low. I wore I wore the strap in the car on the way home, like absolute <laughs> yeah, yeah. goober and, and <laughs> no, nothing went wrong. And then I got home and I was like, oh, you know, I'll be right. And nowhere was doing PCR tests, but then I found this like dingy place that did a PCR test. Anyway, long story short, um, that came back super quick and it said negative. And I was like, oh, stress, like we're on. So yeah, then I you had no I, symptoms as well. So no symptoms. I was like, oh, faulty rats, or like, I don't know, maybe I ate some like I don't know, something that triggered it. And then um I did a I did a double that day and it was like on my loop around my house, it's super hilly. You know, it was like 420. So I was like, oh, cool. I'm fine. I do a session at Narrabeen tomorrow. Then I'll head back up to the mountains with the boys and, and do like the rest of the, the camp, which was like a week and a half. And then, I mean, I'm pretty lucky. I, I roped my mum into it, but I was like, mum, we're going to do a session. <laughs> <laughs> she came and like, she came and was just doing her like power walk um around the lake while i was doing my set i warmed up 20 minutes felt cool um strides and drills felt fine and then i think gary had given me like i don't know 16 by a minute or something they were like minute reps and like after the second one i was doing like 310 pace and i was like oh maybe i'm just tired and then and it was like a hefty rest it was like 90 seconds rest and then it got up to like 340 pace on my arms and i was like Mm. yeah i'm fucked I i should stop and then as I was, like, jogging back, like, cooling down now, I think I'd done maybe six reps. I, like, it sound, it's, <laughs> probably sounds worse than it is, but, like, I everything just started tightening up um, and I kind of mm. thought it was asthma 
Um, but then like I got this real sharp pain, I guess, in my chest. Um, and yeah, long story short, mum just like came back from her walk and I was like sort of like passed out on the side oh. of like, the car. Just oh, pretty shit. Much, yeah, just kind of like out of it. Like I didn't know my own name apparently and stuff. And, like, <laughs> I was calling my mum. Shout out to Katie St. Lawrence. Love her. <laughs> wife and a run crew coach. But I was calling my mum Katie. I was like, Katie, not again. And, oh, uh, shit. and mom mum obviously freaked out. Um, oh yeah. So we went straight to the hospital. Um yeah, and then I was there, went straight into emergency, which was kind of wild. Um, didn't really remember that, but then I was on like oxygen for maybe two days. Um, and then yeah, two days later they let me out. But yeah, apparently it was heart, heart, like they said it was heart issues caused by the COVID. So I tested positive then in the hospital a day mm. after. So it was really weird. I don't know how I got that negative PCR test, but mm. I went positive, positive on the rat, came back <laughs> negative. And then I was like, okay, cool. Double in session. And then the session just put me in a hole, tested positive, And then, yeah, it was weird. It was like once I was in hospital and like everything calmed down, I was kind of fine. Um and then, like, yeah, there was really nothing they gave me. They were just like, yeah, don't do exercise for eight weeks. And I was like, yeah, okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, it's kind of, Gary was very, Gary was very, um, I tried to feed Gary selective information um, so that <laughs> so he wouldn't, like, make me not do anything for ages. But he kind of caught whiff of it pretty quickly. Um, and he was like, yeah, no. Nah. So I think I took, this will probably sound stupid, but I think I took maybe like a week and a half or two weeks off, just everything, just didn't mm-hmm. do anything. Um, and then did like two weeks of jogging. Sorry, it's just my brother. <laughs> two weeks of jogging and then started like very low intensity sessions. Um, but yeah, that was not long ago. It's like start of Jan. Yeah, wow. Shit. Yeah, like December. So, but yeah, anyway. I'm fine. I'm fine. But it's just, it's just it's more scary like, though. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. weird. Like, you know, and like, you don't expect a 23 year old person who's like loves mileage to be getting mm-hmm. hard to shoot. But yeah, I don't know. I think next, next time I probably wouldn't have sessioned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but understandable given you, yeah, given what you said. Like, I thought I was fine. Yeah. 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 I thought I was so fine. I thought I was completely, but anyway. It is what it is. I guess yeah. we, yeah. We're on, we're on the mend now, hopefully, both of us. No more coffee yeah. in the day Yeah. No more heart issues. Yeah. I think mine's pretty self-inflicted. <laughs> How do you think, like, can you give us a rundown in terms of, like, the exact movement or, like, <laughs> how do you think you actually did it? Were you jumping? Did someone throw you in the air? <laughs> What happened? He was just over the. the uh, let's just the say, night. yeah, over the course of the night, I, I did win best on ground though, so that's good. Best on <laughs> but um, it was getting tr- a bit bendy. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm not sure. If, yeah, anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I don't actually remember. I don't remember it. I just woke up sore. So yeah, okay, sorry. That was <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good Bye. night, though. Good night. Good night. <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, um, maybe could we go a bit into like your running background, like so how yeah. how you got started in running and like how it progressed and stuff like that. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I did two weeks of schoolies. I think that's where it started. So I, um, yeah, I did. I did a period where I basically finished school because I, um, I guess in year eleven and below, I was very sport focused. Like I did everything kind of sport. Our school was small, so um, I went to Redlands, and there wasn't like mm-hmm. many, many people in each year group. So I guess like the sportier guys sort of did every sport rather than like specializing in one. So we were doing like, I guess, rowing. Keep in mind, we would we'd get smashed in rowing by like all the schools and stuff. But it was awesome, like rowing, swimming, um, I guess a bit of running, nothing really. Um, the only running I did was one eight or a couple 800s in, in high school, um, which was good. Any and good at that point? I was 201. In year really? twelve, wow. wow, okay. But <laughs> I never really, um, I never really trained or did anything. But I always had like some good friends, um, in school, like a couple years older than me, older boys that were like, "Oh, you'd be all right. Like, get into running. Like, you know, it'd be fun to have you around." And I was always like, "Yeah, mate, whatever. Like, I'll just go <laughs> play basketball or, or or soccer, like with with my mates." So I kind of put it off, and then, um, I guess I did my schoolies and like a lot of partying and going out and drinking and everything. Um, and I came back and a friend of mine who I kind of knew through school, Max Mon, um, he's in the States right now, I think for what's the college that Ed went to? I think it's Iona, the yellow one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Iona in New York. Um, he invited me super randomly on this like run with him, Kieran Tall, um, and then I think it was Sam Hopper. And it was like those three blokes. And I was like, oh, geez, these guys. I did a little Instagram stalk and, you know, this is pre-running days. They're, they're amazing now. But like when I was unfit, unfit, like I was a little chubby and stuff. And I was terrified. <laughs> and we ran to the Birkenhead outlet and it was like the most running. I'd love it nowadays. But back then I was like, what is this? This is just, <laughs> we're just a bunch of blokes looking at shoes. <laughs> just <laughs> It was before I worked at Pace Athletic and became a shoe frother, I guess. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is this? But then they were all super nice, I guess, Kieran Tall especially. They were all really nice to me. Um, and it's, it's so random. I shouldn't admit this, but my card declined when I was wanting, wanting <laughs> like a pair of Pegasus. And Kieran was like, no, nah, man, it's all good. I'll spot you. And he, like, added it to his pile of, like, 18 shoes that he just bought. Um, and then he was like, all right, you know, instead of paying me back or something, I said something to rope me into like a Narrabeen run with them next. Um, and then, yeah, I guess from that run, I was like, this is pretty cool. Like I got a pretty good post run high and like also some new mates. And then um, Max, Max's, oh, I don't even know how he knew run crew, but he knew someone at run crew and he put me in touch um, with them. And this was kind of like end of the year. Um, just after those, that was the Boxing Day sales, actually. And then <laughs> I emailed Gary and I was, well, I emailed Run Crew and I was like, hey, I'm keen to join. And this was like right before the Saturday. So Saturday was New Year's Day. Um, and I was like, cool, I'm keen to join. I'll come to the Saturday session. They're like, all right, cool. It's 6 30 at Saturday, Centennial Park, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, New Year's Eve, I had a monster of a night out. So it was like, <laughs> It was like 5.30 and I was walking back over the Harbour Bridge in like my, in my town clothes, you know, was not making this session. Um, <laughs> I emailed Gary because he'd responded to my email and I was like, Gary, mate, like, you know, I'm I'm not going to make it. And then they didn't like, he, he kind of just replied and was like, oh yeah. And then I was like, oh no, this guy thinks I'm just an absolute tosser. And then, <laughs> 
Um, and then I kind of put it off for another month because <laughs> I was like, nah, I don't really want to do it. Like, they all seem very serious. At the time, I was like, oh, a run crew seems so serious and scary and stuff. Um, and then I joined, um, met heaps of new people, was last for probably a year. <laughs> and then um, I kind of ran a first my first 10K um, ages ago. Like, God, this would have been like 2019 or 2020. No, 2019, 2020 was COVID. And uh, I ran, and in, in school, like breaking 45 was like, you're pretty good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, compare, yeah. compare that to now with like all the sc- the 12 year olds that are running like 30 minutes and stuff. But like in my little bubble of like friends, 45 minutes, you're a God. So I ran, I think I know I, I ran 35, 35. Cause that was like, <laughs> I was stoked with, that was like my iPhone password for like a year. Cause I was like, <laughs> I was like, how, so good. how cool is this? 35 minutes. Um, <laughs> and I was stoked. And then from that moment, I think I was hooked. Um, and like made, you know, Benny St. Lawrence is a great friend and a huge role model. Tiger, Gary Howard's my coach. Um, and he's amazing. Katie's amazing. And like, I guess all my friends and stuff, well, the majority of my friends in my circle nowadays, um, because my life is so revolved around running, I guess, is uh, from Run Crew and just the people that I've met, I guess, in other squads as well. So that's sort of how I'm hooked. And then I guess a year ago, I got properly hooked. I think, I think, I don't know when it was, but it might have been, it was like kind of around that period when Stewie started running really well, Stewie McSwain. And mm-hmm. I, I kind of hadn't seen, it was similar because I always, I love football, soccer, and oh, I yeah. hadn't seen any Australians really do that well in football and soccer, right? So it's easy to disassociate yourself and be like, oh, you know, we're not great. And then I saw um, like Stewie run real well and then like a bunch of domestic people ran really well here. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Um, I probably want to give this more of a go than I have been. I was sort of doing like the 60 to 80K weeks then, which I know is is a lot for someone new to it, but like I was, it was quite, it didn't really bother me. Um, And then I was like, no, I want to give it a, bit more of a crack um and have been like obsessed obsessed since then um and this is when i was working at pace so i'm like speaking to all different people like jerome from delta would come in all the time like all sorts of like coaches and athletes and just frothers like just the grandma that did uta 100 like that that type of person um (laughs) and i guess like yeah it was just being exposed to everyone and i just got more and more hooked and then now now i'm just obsessed (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Well, when you when you started, so what was the, what did you go into? What kind of training program did you go into when you first started? Do you remember? It was like a very introductory um, kind of thing. Um, like the guys at Run Crew, the coaches were very cautious. Um, I'd always had a background in sport. I, I liked the gym. So I found like my body kind of held up decently, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of did very basic stuff. Like it was just two sessions a week. Um, long run was probably like, oh, I don't even know, maybe like 60 minutes to start. Like I was, it was very, yeah. very basic type stuff, you know, like, and I think when I first started, I was running like 30 minutes, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, 60 minutes Sunday. And like, I think Tuesday night and then Saturday morning session, that was it. And like the yeah. sessions would be super chill. Like I think two laps of the white fence. I saw on Strava, like my original first session, it was like two laps of the white fence at 3.51 pace. Um, <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, they were very relaxed. And then I guess only recently, 
um, maybe like middle of last winter or start of start of winter last year, I kind of said to to Gary, I was like, oh, I'm pretty happy to throw the kitchen sink at it in terms of like mileage, training, um, everything, um, like nutrition and stuff like that. So I think I've only really probably ramped it up to where like I'm quite switched on about my training now, maybe like eight to 10 months before I was sort of just ambling and I was probably a nightmare to coach Paul Ben and Gary. <laughs> I just didn't really listen. <laughs> well, that's fair. So, so when, after you ran 35, like what did you, how yeah. did you progress from, how did you progress from there? I ran a couple shockers after that. Um, Cause like, after running 35, I was like, oh, my God, I'm God's gift to to running. <laughs> I was like, this is incredible. I'm still laughing. <laughs> and then uh, you, you make all those stupid mistakes that you do, like, when you when you start doing something properly. Like, mm. I remember very vividly there was this Sydney Harbour 10K, um, and I think I was, like, staying up late with friends the night before. The, my dinner was, like, soup. So like it was there was no carbs no pro, no nothing. I think I woke up in the morning um, and I I just didn't eat breakfast because I was like no I want to feel light and like you know just stupid things and then I ran rubbish there. So I ran like a couple probably a couple like thirty seven minute runs in the ten k. I guess that's really what I wanted to do at the start. I was like ten k that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. and then heaps more mistakes. Like I would I'd do. I wanted to I'd watch a YouTube video and I'd, it'd be like, do running barefoot. It'll make you stronger. So that I'd do like 40% of my mileage on an oval at, um, on, on a barefoot and like just stupid and I'd get injured and like, yeah. So heaps of stuff like that. Um, I think I didn't break 35 in the 10 K. No, actually this is embarrassing. Cause it's like a standing joke with my squad mates, but like, my nickname in a lot of group chats was 3530 because, like, <laughs> I would I would train uh, Lockie Townsend and a bunch of my mates who hate the whole, like, oh, I'm in shape to do this chat. We're going to give me yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I was training with, like, a bunch of guys that are probably more, like, 31 um, and 30, and I hadn't run a 10K, so it was still 35. So <laughs> I didn't really break it for a while. Um, and then I did... I raced Sydney 10 last year with pneumonia and very poorly pulled out at 7K, which in hindsight, for all the shit I got from my mates, (laughs) I should have just jogged it in. I really should have. It was so dumb. Like, I mean, I I probably, from a medical standpoint, I probably should have stopped or just not raced, but from like a pride and ego standpoint, I should have just jogged it in (laughs) and just said that I popped. But um, it sounds a bit like Jakob being like, oh, yeah, I lost because I was sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> At least you finished the race, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whoa, so, Dom. No, no, no. Whoa. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. We, um, we try and, like, give each other as mates so much stick about stuff like that so it's not, like, ingrained that if things get tough, you just DNF. Um, so, mm-hmm. like, especially with the juniors, we try to set a role model, like, if you say you're going to enter – and you tow the start line like you finish the race. Doesn't matter how bad you go. So that was probably a poor role model, but I, I mean, I learned my lesson again from that. So I'm happy. And then I did um, the bridge run or the Sydney Marathon Festival 10K um, in September, I think, or August. And I ran. This was in 23. I ran 31, 
50 or 45 or, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was a weird race because, like, Ed Goddard and, like, Josh and the quick guys, like, went off from the start. Like, their first K was probably well under what I thought I could run. So, they were off and then we kind of just formed a pack. Um, and then that last hill kind of ruined me. But I'd be really keen. I think I'm going to run Sydney 10 this year. Um, nice. Which is flat and just probably go after go after a quicker time, which I'd be keen to finally get one on the board. The ten's a bit cursed for me, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> have you changed? Have as the as the name been changed in the group chats? No, no. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, I mean, we, we all we all laugh at each other's blowups. Like I ran an eight hundred one time where I went out in fifty one and then closed in. I think like I don't even know what I closed in. Like maybe seventy seconds. my mum could have beaten me in the second lap of that race (laughs) some pretty bad blow-ups but um yeah it's it's funny because you know it's all it's all learning i guess it shows that like you really really do need to be in the sport for quite a while um to kind of learn from those mistakes i guess Mm. um because yeah you make plenty of them and it's funny like it teaches you to be a lot tougher as well i think because you got to sort of, I don't know, not only not blow up, but like hold yourself back and then also manage that expectations versus reality of I want to run 30 minutes, but I'm probably not fit enough to run 30 minutes. So I should go out at 31. And yeah, anyway, it's a whole rabbit hole. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy to have finally broken 35 30. <laughs> <laughs> How do yeah. you go in? How do you go like holding yourself back or like discipline in sessions? Is that? Changed oh, a lot. <laughs> I was shocking. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I was atrocious. Um, we kind of the way we approach training is like, um, like I guess I guess we train hard, but the Thursday is probably more of our focus. So that helps me a lot mentally because um, even in the winter we'll still do three sessions a week. Just my just me being a middle distance guy, I guess. Um, so that's kind of my. Um, bit where I get to take off the leash, I guess, um, and go harder. Um, Tuesday is usually more like longer aerobic stuff. I've really enjoyed swapping from the night at the track to like the morning, um, which has been amazing because it's like it's at 6.30, so it's like you get it done pretty quick. But it's also like, as I was saying earlier, like it's just quite um, the opposite of being splits focused. Like it's more just an aerobic grind of a session, like K reps, mile reps, um, kind of like broken efforts, fart legs, that kind of stuff. So it's a bit more like long sustained, which is nice. And then Saturday is usually a tempo with some shorter stuff. But yeah, I find I used to be shocking, but then it's just more of a maturity thing, I think, as a runner. Like you realize, mm. you know, if you have eight by a K and you go out at your 3K pace and then you get to like maybe two or 3K in and you're already cooked, you probably you you know within yourself that you're not going to get the same benefit as if you do it at a pace that you can hold for all eight. And that took me. It's easy for me to say now, <laughs> but it took me like literally three and a half years to to learn that. And I'm still not good with it at the moment. But yeah, it's it it helps having teammates around you. But it's also hard because sometimes you just want to run with your mates, but they could be way too quick. Or mm. so, it's a balance. Yeah, it's not an easy one. It's not an easy one. I'd, I'd like to say that I've gotten better at it, but every Tuesday, do you just bang it? I, I probably go out. I probably run too hard. <laughs> Let's be real. But yeah. um, uh, yeah, you just got to keep trying to <laughs> rein it in, I guess. But yeah, 
do get a little bit better as you get older. What What about you with that, Dom? Like, oh you, yeah, you'd... like still battling with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, like uh, it's always tempting just to be that. Yeah, the hero on the first couple of reps, and then absolutely you're just in a hole and can't finish the session. Like, um, I find I always want to PB in my sessions or like make sure my yeah. splits are like. You never want to be going backwards, but sometimes, <laughs> yeah, there's other factors where you're like. I don't need to be like at my best in this session, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. When you take a step back though, like if you ran the session at like 80% and we're maybe, I don't know, two or three seconds off the pace every rep, like you're probably going to get the same benefit yep. as like if you had hit the, the correct pace. Whereas like if you go out too quick and blow up, um, yeah, you're only going to get like, I don't know, maybe 60% of the benefit if that's how long you lasted in the session. So, yeah, it, like you take a step back and it's like, okay, like it makes sense to train way easier, but it's easy to get carried away and everyone does. Yeah. For me, the big one's K reps, like just going out way too hard. And then yeah. It's yeah. just <laughs> backwards, backwards from there. Um, so when, uh, when you said you're taking it like saying you're going all in, what, what would you say has changed? Like what are the big changes you've made? Yeah, I'm, I mean, for me, I think it was just because I've always been, I guess, quite career-driven as well. Um, I probably didn't allocate enough, not enough time, but enough, like, I guess, thinking and, like, just consideration to my running when I approached, like, a week of just my life. So, like, um, I'd be more focused on, you know, work or something else, whereas, like, now, not that I'm less focused on work or anything like that, it's just more, it's just more, like, uh, one, one of my best mates is really, really, you know, strict about this kind of stuff. He's got like a diary and stuff like that. So I try to copy what he does, but he like tracks his sleep just, just with like a, you know, noughts and crosses kind of thing. And he just goes like, you know, I want eight to nine hours a night, which is not always doable, but just focusing and just being aware, I guess, of like sleep, nutrition, um, not really big with the supplements and things like that. It's more just anything to not keep me to, to keep me healthy and not get sick. So I'm just like, I guess, magnesium and stuff. But like, you know, I, I it's more just for me, it was more just thinking about it every single day. So like, okay, well, I've done my, let's just say like it's a Thursday. I've done my morning run and then I've got, I've done my session. But like, what did I do, I guess, to, you know, recover? Did I eat directly after, like I've got to eat directly after my session so I can do my Friday morning run. Like it's more just, I don't know, you know, that big triangle that you kind of see in every single nutritionist's office ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like just, I guess, thinking about everything in that thing, but especially the bottom pillars, not just what splits. Because I think I, I was, I fell victim to just being focused on like the the sexy parts of running. Like, you know, what shoes am I going to wear to the session, pack my spikes in my bag. But like, yeah, just just little things like I'll, I've, pack food now to my sessions so i eat it in the car directly afterwards um with like my protein shake as well and like making sure that now at sessions i always have like i'll have water just to wash anything down but like also a thing of like electrolytes and then maybe like a gel to have halfway through if it's like a long session with lots of break um and just little things like making sure i guess what i'm eating is is right in terms of like i guess distance runners especially i don't know if you guys have any experience with this but i, I got pretty bad at like i guess under eating for a while because like you can do especially if you're doing two runs a day um i feel like you're 
you do the first run and then you you eat because you're hungry, but then you almost have like a suppressed appetite mentally because you're like, oh, I don't want to feel too heavy on my evening run. Like I got to get it done. But then also if you're doing mileage, like Dom, you're doing a fair bit as well. Like I feel like you need to have quite a lot as as distance runners. So yeah, just eat, getting enough food in as well was a big thing for me. So I'm pretty focused on that. Um, but for me, it's really just like, it's just sleep and nutrition are my big things. Um, cause I don't really stretch. I don't really like stretching. I don't think it does anything for me. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah. I like rolling. Um, my brother has got those Norma tech boots. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, um, I go into his room all the time and steal those, but yeah, it, for me, it's just the sleep and the, and the eating for me is just huge. So I've just been focusing on that more. And then with that, I can take on more mileage. I can do harder sessions. Um, and then I can recover better kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, right. Do you do um, any gym as well? Or? Yeah, I go to. Um, have you guys had a four day? Mm, yeah, probably. They're quite. Um, they're quite prolific on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I have always been like a YouTube gym type of dude. You know, I just like. I always went to like the gym with my mates in high school, just for abs for the girls kind of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just super vain, non-functional, just dumb stuff. Um, but then, yeah, I guess I kept getting this like because my two things that just always get me are like my Achilles and my my sickness stuff. So I wanted to fix my Achilles. Um, so I went to these guys 4D because Ed actually recommended it to me. Um, and they've been incredible. Like I've never really had it. I guess it's like what N-Swiss does for the athletes. But for 99.9% of us, we're not at N-Swiss. But they kind of do like a, a holistic overview of like, I guess who you are, what your training load is, everything, what your prior injuries are. Then they do like specific testing um, on like your strength and your balance and your mobility and all sorts of stuff. Um, And then I guess, I think it's every eight weeks they test me again or every six weeks. And then the program kind of comes out um, on like a little app. And then I'll just go into the city um, twice a week to do that. I tried three times a week for a bit, but I was just, my legs were too heavy for for sessions. I didn't have like the snap. I don't know about you guys, mm. but yeah, gym two times a week is pretty good. And then on one of the days I'll lift pretty heavy. Um, and then on the other day is usually like lighter stuff with pliers. But what do you, what do you guys do for gym? I'm pretty curious as to what others do. Um, yeah. Like I, I got a gym membership. No, December maybe. <laughs> and I, I got pretty into it. Like I was, lifting heavy like i don't know i think i went to the, I went one, one week i went to the gym like six times um <laughs> then, <laughs> since then it was only like i don't know going to the gym two or three times um and yeah trying to like do like three sort of heavy lifts throughout the week yeah um, which would be like a deadlift a squat and like a hip thrust or something like that um but yeah i think now i'm kind of like getting back into running and my running starting to ramp up a bit. Gym has dropped off a bit. Um, and I cancelled my membership this week. So Oh Dom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel it. Lucky you didn't get locked into an 18 month contract like uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in the past. Yeah. How do did you call up? Did they try and save your business? No, they were pretty cool about it. They're like, yeah, you know there's like a one month cancellation. Um like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Surely um, they didn't yeah. say, Dom, you know you as a runner, you should be doing strength. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should have said. Yeah. <laughs> you should work at Jim Smith. 
What about your gym? How's it been going? Oh, my gym stuff came long overdue after I um, had a bit of a hamstring issue. So I just, but I've still been keeping it super basic and not in an actual gym, just doing like a um, 15, using a 15 kilo kettlebell and doing some like basic deadlifts, calf raises, which I need to go back to, um, obviously. And uh, uh, some, some squats takes about 15 minutes. I'm a little bit concerned that it's going to start not doing anything. Um, but at least mentally, <laughs> at least I'm like I'm doing strength. No, but- yeah. Um, well, what, what do you, what, what's like a, how long do you spend in the gym, Zach? Probably um, nine, 90 minutes per session. So they're pretty long. Um, yeah. Wow. I guess like the, the biggest thing is like those, those heavy lifts. I try and, um, take like a bit of time to recover because they mm-hmm. fry me. Like they, I don't know about you guys, it's especially you, Dom, when you're doing the heavy stuff. I, no, no shade to the 15. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, man. I'm, like, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> but like, yeah, I take a bit of time with that. And then, I don't know, I just guess the reason I like 4D more than anything is because like all the weird running exercises, like there's this one that like helps my hips so much, but like I'll try to describe it. It's basically you're in like a downward dog yoga pose. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to describe it without being explicit. And um, <laughs> you're kind of like tilting your hips and you're tucking your pelvis like in and out, um, I guess twerking in this downward dog <laughs> yoga pose. Um, and like it's really good, but it is horrific to look at. So <laughs> I kind of I like the fact that 4D is like a very athlete-centric, you know, yeah. gym where there's people that are doing exactly that and like all these weird single leg exercises with two kilo dumbbells and you just look like an absolute flop. But um, <laughs> I guess that's been one of the most enjoyable things. Like there's there's coaches there that are all for like the specific sports and sounds like an ad, but <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think it's quite cool having somewhere that's like very running focused. Whereas like I would, I wouldn't even do like, I'm trying to think of something weird or well, not even weird. I wouldn't even do like a single leg RDL in, a, in at fitness first. Cause I could just, you know, yeah, you stand to a dude yeah. who would like bicep curl my body weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just, I'd go in and I'd just catch myself trying to like squat as much as I could. And then I wouldn't be able to run quick for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I spend it plus at any time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's um, yeah, that's probably part of the reason why we cancel. Yeah, <laughs> hang on, Dom. Dom, so what's what's the, what's the plan moving forward, mate? With your strength work. <laughs> oh, I've got a couple of dumbbells at home. I think I'll just do a smitty. Yeah, yeah. You want to borrow my kettlebell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or you can join me. <laughs> but yeah, He's like, <laughs> I think that's a bit of part of it though, like having um a good kind of environment and like people around you who are supporting you going yeah. to the gym. Like that's what I hate the most about it. It's just boring and like I do it on my own. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I And know. we're weak, like let's be honest. Like compared to like legs, sure, like we can probably all be decent at that, but like in comparison to everyone else at the gym, like you you know, we're very skinny. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like I feel like it's so underrated, especially amongst guys. Like guys probably don't talk about it as much, but it's just like you can still go to a, yeah, I feel like the relationship with the gym and like how people perceive it 
it's probably why people aren't into it. Because like on this training camp, um, Oberon, such like a weird place, but like, you know, you'd think that it's just like a country town, but it had this like state-of-the-art gym. And like all, all my mates that were there, apart from me and Luke boys, who were just gym rats, we love it. We love all the pre-workout and stuff. But um, the boys, like some of our 10K runners who like – never set foot in a gym in their life. They were frothing it because, like, the gym was completely empty. It was just me and Luke and, like, it's more like a fun, supportive environment rather than, like, a, geez, I feel like a prefubescent child. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Maybe mm. just get Smithy's routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to do anything for Dom. Uh, I, need, <laughs> I need to get in the gym. Bloody hell. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, what do you reckon, Dom? Should we do your segment? We have. Yeah, sure. Um, we've kind of answered a few of the questions already, but True. usually we kind of just run through sort of running lifestyle questions. Yeah, please. Um, so shoe choice, what shoes are you running with at the moment? What does that um, like? I love high drops, like high drop, more stable type things. Um, so I'm running in... At the moment, one of my grandpa shoes is the Keanu, um, the Keanu 29s. It's a bit of an old one, but it's just good on my Achilles. It's a bit of a slower one for doubles and stuff like that, warm-ups at the track. Um, I really love the new Triumph 21 from Saucony. It's amazing. Mm. Um, it's probably my favorite shoe. It was shoe of the year for me last year. The Pace Athletic boys and girls absolutely love it. Like I think it's so good. It's like 10 mil drop. Nice and stable. Uh, like I reckon I get maybe six to eight hundred Ks out of it. Like it's pretty pretty durable. Um, I love it. And then I really like really like the Vimiro, like the Vimiro fifteen, I think, just because I've got a really narrow foot. Um, it's really nothing special, doesn't feel doesn't feel amazing, doesn't feel rubbish, but it's just like a good kind of workhorse shoe. Um, I got the Nova Blast 4 recently, the new oh, one. Oh, yes, I love them. Oh, mate, that is amazing. It's a great shoe. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I, I spoke to a mate, I think Liam Wolford, who's like oh, a- Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's a funny bloke. We won't yeah. get into it, but he's a bit of a cult hero. But <laughs> Willie, Willie recommended the Nova Blast and was like, oh, it's like not as fun, like, you know, it's a bit more stable. And then I put him on. Cause that's what it, more what I wanted, and I fly in the shoe. I reckon it's so fun. Like it's quick. Like all my if I'm doing strides after a run, I well, I mean when I'm doing strides, I hope Gary didn't. <laughs> um, I put on the Nova Blast because it's like a real or like a quicker long run. I find it's really good. Um, yeah, so that's a great shoe. I ran in the Cloud Monster for a bit, but the drop kind of irritated me. And then got one of the new Puma shoes actually, which Gary gave me. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I have no idea what it is, but it's like the Forever Nitro or something like that. It's their supportive shoe. Yeah. Can you grab it? Uh, are you, yeah. Are you happy to wait like two seconds? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's good. Content, mate. Yeah, true. <laughs> Please hold. Should we get some elevator music? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um it's this thing. It's like okay. Nice. Yeah, it like it actually looks pretty good, but it's got like this weird orthotic in it. Um with like a little bit bit of like a met dome, like a metatarsal dome. Yeah. Kind of 
your foot. And then like the back has got like a pretty nice guide rail. Sorry, I'm such a shoe nerd. But the back's got like a nice guide rail to like lock your Achilles in. Um, it is super narrow. Like that's the one thing I'll say about Puma. Like I found they're very like narrow shoes. But yeah, yeah I have like a women's width foot. So it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then sessions in, I kind of swap between the vapor flies for the track. Um, I always wear the vapor flies on the track. And then on more of like the dirt centennial stuff, I wear the Adidas um, Pro 2 which I really like, like the the Adios one. Um, mm. Just because, like, I find for longer, more tempo work, the Vaporfly is probably a bit too unstable for, for my feet. Like, which, I, I don't which one, Zach? The which new one. one. The new yeah. one, yeah, okay. Yeah. Three. Three. Three? Yeah, three. Yeah. How would you yeah. find the between the two and the three? Um, I wasn't sure at the start. I really wasn't sure. Um, but I really like the three. I think just like the upper for me feels a lot more like, I don't know, it's more of a feel for me, but it feels a lot closer to the ground um, and like a, a lot snappier. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite shoe of all time was probably the next percent one or like the, the fly knit 4%. 4%, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, were, oh, those were incredible. Um, they looked I was a- First experience with carbon plate, well, for me. Yeah. And I was like, this is, there, yeah. is, there is some justification to the hype. Let's be real. Same. Same. Like I, I ran City to Surf, I think 2019 in the 4%. And I drove to Ed Goddard's house at like 10.30 that night before because be, he was like, yeah, you can borrow one, mate. It's all good. And <laughs> uh, he's he was asleep <laughs> and he'd left them out and I picked them up and I was like, holy shit, like we are on. And I, <laughs> yeah. it was definitely. There was definitely a lot of placebo in there as well. But yeah. I remember running that like hilly city to surf course. And I was like, this is sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Spikes, um, Dragonfly. But then I just bought the new on Cloud Spike, 10 oh, yeah. one, which is I've, I've just done two 200s in it, but it feels awesome. So I'm, I'll be racing in that on Thursday, um, which will be really cool. So I'm excited. That's kind of my shoes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Looks like that on one's got a bit of foam when it does it or... Yeah, I've actually got it here. Nice. Yeah. Dom, content. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's... Um, it's oh, no, look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's quite like... So underneath, it's got like... Like that's a plate, which feels like a lot different to the Dragonfly because it's the Dragonfly is more that kind of foamy material. Yeah. This heel um, is kind of like... this, like a wedge there. So it's mm-hmm. almost like a divot underneath it. Um, and then the forefoot looks gnarly, hey. Yeah, geez. Um, you can't really put it on anything, but like that's it just standing up straight. So I guess like yeah. when I put it on, my heels like very much off the ground. So it's mm. quite yeah, they they feel they feel wild. They're very that's cool. I didn't realize it just said lightning range on the inside. That's sick. Nice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. I just froth the color, I froth the brand. Um, and I was really keen. A bunch of the boys in my squad had them. And I was like, I'd be so keen just to I think there's a bit of like, I just want to wear, not that I have anything against Nike. It's just, I kind of wanted to wear something that wasn't a dragonfly, I guess. Um, and I was super, super pleasantly surprised and I wore them and they felt amazing. So yeah, they're sick. Yeah. No, they look awesome. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I love shoes. I try new shoes all the time. Yeah. No, it yeah. sounds like quite the range you've got. Um <laughs> What what okay, this is probably a dumb question, but is there a uh, is there a plate in spikes? Yeah. In in this bike there is. Okay. Like 
like that's the that's the plate. It's like a spike plate, so that the also oh, yeah, so that the spikes attach into it. Um, I feel like there is a carbon plate in here as well. I actually don't know. I know in the dragonflies there's a plate. Okay, um, there is. Yeah, okay. Like a nylony plate, I think. Jeez, Tom mm-hmm. DeCanto is going to shoot me if I'm wrong. But <laughs> I think there's a nylon plate in the dragonflies, and then in the Zoom Victory, um, which was those Nike ones with the bubble in the front, the mm-hmm. Zoom units. Um, I know they had a carbon plate, so it was a bit more aggressive of a shoe, um, right. which you really felt. So, yeah, but, yeah, I don't know. Spikes nowadays are just ridiculous. Like, even just looking at this thing, the amount of foam that's, like, under that forefoot, I guess, like, my coach, Benny Saint, and, like, some of the older runners, I guess, not that Benny's old, sorry, Benny, um, (laughs) they used to, I guess, run in the same stack of that spike for a marathon. So it's it's definitely changing. Um, I guess I'm pretty lucky to be sort of, running track at the time where we've got all this crazy stuff and we can benefit from all these high stack shoes but yeah i feel like yeah like all the shoes though it's like a good time to be buying shoes right now like awesome yeah. like just the everyday runners have gone to like another level like yeah um, yeah the racing shoes everything is just awesome yeah yeah, yeah. those nova blasts I-, I wore the in the friday <laughs> session because I-, I was under instruction to keep a lid on the pace so i was like all right let me let me wear my nova fours yeah <laughs> it didn't didn't help though they fell quick <laughs> <laughs> that's a good endorsement yeah yeah no they're so good and then the super blast actually i didn't me- mention that but um mine are a bit cooked now so i've retired them but they they were like i used them for my long runs for like maybe the last six months oh wow they were in- insane like incredible yeah you know, like, i could do a tempo in them just fine like they were snappy and quick enough to do proper fast stuff but then also like you could jog in them if you couldn't be bothered getting out and you just wanted to put on like an exciting shoe um yeah so yeah that that was that was also an amazing show i know there's been so much hype about that anyway but yeah i was unsure and especially working at a shoe shop and seeing like i guess shoe retail price versus wholesale price i was like i'm never gonna buy another pair of shoes at retail price like just never I, even if it's <laughs> sure and then I massively succumbed to the price. Wooly basically bullied me into into the hype of this shoe. I was so excited. <laughs> Tom DeCanto was like, oh, it's a stable, quick, long-run shoe. Like, you need it. Like, <laughs> so then I saw, them. I saw them after they'd been unavailable for, like, literally it was a week. I'm so pathetic, just the consumerism. And I bought them full crack from ASICS, 80 <laughs> tipping. It was, like, 350 bucks. <laughs> and I... I loved every cent. I was yeah. like, <laughs> they are good. I even brought them on the trails. Yeah, seriously, they're, they're amazing. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's me and my shoes. Yeah, awesome. Um, good insight. Uh, the next one is, I think you've kind of like given a couple of tips already, but uh, diet. Um, is there anything sort of in particular? I think you said you're bringing your meal to um, training get something after quickly are there any other little sort of tips or theories that you stick to i think like it's all relevant to what you're doing um and i'm by no means an expert i'm just kind of repeating what people have told me but like i guess for me and i guess for anyone that's on reasonably high mileage um or high for them um or even just working a lot and training because i feel like work destroys you as well when you're Mm -hmm. trying to focus on training hard um i think just eating a lot and like being cognizant that like maybe you're not full but just eat so like snacking throughout the day um 
I'm just saying things that would help me, but like, yeah, I just really focused on eating as much as I could. Like if I'd finished, I'd try to have dinner almost a bit earlier so that I could have something else before bed. Um, and whether that's just like either dessert, like ice cream or whatever, like just something garbage or like yogurt and fruit or even just like six wheat bix and honey, just like anything I could kind of get in. I, um, I've really noticed like a massive difference with my energy on runs, like even just, just doing the dinner, like maybe not at 7.30 or it's hard if you have a job and you got a double, but like doing dinner earlier and then a, a, a later snack right before bed, I guess. I, I know some people say don't eat before you go to bed and then having food before my run. I feel like that, that morning run then can, is like not only naturally way faster, but I also recover way better from it. Um, so for me, it's just, I think the, the quantity, like if a new runner asked me, I'd just say like quantity of food is really important. Um, and then I guess the higher you train as well, quality comes into it. Um, just like, yeah, I don't know, whatever dietitian would ever say, fruit, veggies, protein, that kind of stuff. But yeah, mm. for me, I just focus massively on carb intake. Cause like even just a lot of my, like a lot of my friends, um, and just people that I know in the sport that are elite, non-elite kind of have all these gnarly like famous stress fractures and all this crazy bone stuff that has been diagnosed as coming from under eating which freaks me out mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean the stress fracture is like the enemy of every runner so i guess when i heard a while ago that it could come from under eating it freaked me out and i was like yeah no not a chance so i uh touch wood i just started eating like as much as i could and like you know uh, I'm I'm a stick figure. Like you don't put it on at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a really complicated topic, I guess, with runners and food and that kind of stuff. Mm. I guess like if you're going to the gym and running as well, like yeah, the strength you're going to get from the gym will sort of outweigh being a bit lighter, anyways. Hopefully, so yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, no, I think it makes sense to eat more, and then you can run more, and then you can get faster, anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I think- <laughs> I think uh, my mum's been absolutely grilling me because she thinks I've been under eating. I'm not sure if that's just because <laughs> she's Italian and that's what they do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she definitely, definitely agree with you. But like sometimes, um, yeah, like you said, if you're not hungry, it's probably still good to eat because like I find maybe even after like a hard session, your your appetite's not like 100% there. Oh, it's not there at all. Yeah, yeah. And you have to like, you, yeah, your body just needs even like after those big long runs you're like my body just needs fuel and my appetite's like nah sorry um but yeah that's that's a challenge because if you just let it slide you realize you've burnt like i don't know how many calories and you've not Crazy amounts, yeah yeah you're not replenishing um the food well how do you go with that dom uh, like, like yeah, like do you, you is your appetite like all over the place after those harder sessions, or do you consciously yeah. have to force yourself as well? Yeah, usually like I don't know I can generally eat, but like the middle distance stuff that like Zach does, like yeah, after you've done a worse. session like that where you've got like a lactic headache and stuff, you just yeah. you just feel like death. You just want to lie in bed and <laughs> yeah, I don't know, okay. just want it to go away. <laughs> um, like that's the worst, I reckon. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I've done what you said, Smitty, about, like, the long run. You do your long run, say you finish at, like, 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock or whatever, and then, like, just say, like, for whatever, you just, like, oh, I'm not going to eat. I used to do this all the time. I'm not going to eat, like, 
you know, I feel a bit sick from the long run. If it's two hours, like it's a long time, just choose your gut and longer for you probably don't. And, mm, um, yeah. and then like I found I didn't eat and then that initial spike of like hunger that comes at like, I don't know, midday or something, it's, if you don't eat, that drops. And then it's like dinner time and you've had a banana. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, you yeah, it's too late. You're like in a hole then for the next three days. Mm. Yeah, that's what like mum will be like, have you had any food? I'm like, ah, <laughs> uh, little, little bit. Yeah. And, and then I get grilled. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, find it's true. Helps. Yeah. Like I, I saw it. I saw a nutritionist cause like I was like uh, a dietitian. Sorry. Not, yeah. Whatever. It's probably the same thing. Yeah. And, um, cause I, I, I had that issue. Like I couldn't eat. And I was like to this dietitian, listen, like I'll finish the session and I won't like, I could maybe get down a protein shake maybe, but like I can't eat for two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And like, it was actually kind of wild, like the habits that I built in to like, you know, I go to my car now and I, it's almost like a thing that I do in addition. It's like part of my session. Like I go to my car, I just put on music, just chill out, put the air con to like 18 degrees in my car. So I'm like really low the body temperature. And now it's just like a habit that I eat. So I, yeah. yeah. And I don't know, I find it so, so beneficial to recovering. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's good. It's yeah. crazy. It was mental. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a focus for me, especially going to marathon block. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. I think when you, I don't know, sometimes when you're tra- training, like even when you're training well and like you're running well, you kind of forget about other little things sometimes or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, definitely. I yeah. do it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. What is there another? Uh, yeah, next one is like supplements or I don't know, food hacks. Like, um, have you ever done eat like beetroot in the lead up to a race or taking bicarb, um, yeah. coffee, that sort of stuff? I, um, I guess I'll put a disclaimer that I'm a caffeine junkie. Mm. Um, I guess like working in finance, like a lot of my friends, colleagues, and people around me are like massive caffeine people. Like, you know, you say like six cups of coffee a day, and they're like, "Oh yeah, standard." They're like, <laughs> "I'm probably, I'm probably like maybe three cups of coffee a day." I decreased that, so I feel like I'm good now. But I'm, you know, my friends that don't drink coffee think I'm like a drug addict. But I, um, I have a fair bit of caffeine before I race. Like you know those no dose pills. Oh um, yeah. I, I wanted to like find the best way to do it. I tried Red Bull, um, that upset my stomach. I tried black coffee and uh, again it just had to go to the toilet uh, like 10 times so i um yeah but on race day i'll I'll have lunch and then i'll have a black coffee to like i guess this is gross but just flush everything out um i find that's like a good strategy maybe an hour and a half after lunch to like get rid of the lunch Uh, and then um and then before a race i don't before normal like just normal races if it's like a target race i'll um i'll do the beetroot shots so they're like those beat it sport ones um you can you i just yeah what my biggest thing because i again i'm such a nerd i love reading about this stuff is if you go to like the ais website and you just if you type in like ais class a supplements i think that's what it's called it like has this awesome set of infographics that shows you like all these different supplements so like dom you could look at the ones for like marathon running that are more beneficial for you so like beetroot would be better for you bicarb would be better for me um yeah so 
Yeah, I, I kind of just follow the guidelines on those, but I, I think you load it. It's expensive. It's like a, it's like 80 bucks for 16 of these shots. And I think for a race, ideally, you want to be doing like, I think, two days of loading and then the rest. So you're going through, I don't know, like 40 bucks or like 30 bucks or something for a race. So it's it's like quite, it's expensive. Um, so I kind of only do it. I think I'll only do it for state and nationals. Um I definitely think it works, though. Um, I was kind of brainwashed by Jared West, who was a 146 man. He actually still holds the 4 by 8 um, Australian record. Uh, but he's a family man now. But he was a big mentor in getting me onto this stuff. But the beetroot, the caffeine, I think I'll have, yeah, might be too much, but I'll, I'll have three and a half of those tablets of no dose. So it's 350 milligrams. And Ooh. Yeah, it's a fair bit. And I think I weigh like, I don't even know what I weigh, but probably maybe like 68 kilos or something. So it, it hits pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, do you get like um, jittery or any, like, how do you feel? Not really. Do you feel I mean, I, I feel, I just, yeah, I hype myself up. That's one of the things like, you know, some people get anxious about racing. I used to, but um, I just hype myself. I love it. Like that's the part of the race that I love. It's like I mm. can just, juice up on the caffeine <laughs> I, can, I can just have my headphones in pre-race i'm doing my drills and strides and stuff and i've just got you know rap music blaring i'm like this is sick i'm about to go to the well so uh, yeah i don't know that's the part of the race one of the parts of the race i really enjoy so i have that um also the ais website said like a i don't know how many but it's like a calculation zero point i don't know x times your body weight is like the ideal amount to have so I kind of just I found the upper boundary and then just did that. Um, <laughs> so I have that, and then bicarb. Um, I do take bicarb. I take those little um, those like soda bic tablets. Um, they're disgusting. Like, and if you overcook those, I, like I had to do way less than what the dose said on the AIS website because, like, I think I think if you're like sixty eight kilograms, um, it says to have like twenty four over a period of like. I don't know. You meant to have it two hours before your race to two and a half hours before. So in that half an hour period, if you're having 24 of these fucking tablets, like, yeah, more, more than you just released like a little bicarb thing. So mm. I, I'll be keen to try that if it comes to Australia. But um, yeah, 24, like I was throwing up and gagging for like ages. That was before my 800 PB. So I guess it worked, but like I was like, I was in a state for a while. And then, um, so now I do, I think I'll have 12. So I do just like groups of four, like 10 minutes apart in that two and a half to two hours before. Um, and then caffeine and then, yeah, then race. What is that stuff? What is bicarb meant to do again? I know Dom's talked about it and I was like, is this just a weird Dom like hack thing? But no, it's, uh, um, apparently not. <laughs> I think I think the two are beta alanine and bicarb, sodium bicarb. And, and I don't know which one's which, but one of them is meant to be an intracellular lactic acid buffer and the other one's meant to be an extracellular lactic acid buffer. So the idea is that it like, I don't know if it delays or it like nullifies or it, it does something to reduce the effects of lactic um in you as you build it up right and right. like like honestly i don't know how much of it, it works i don't know how much doesn't work for me now i'm probably it's ingrained into my routine that like i fully believe it works so i do it yeah. um but like heaps of studies and literature by like the ais and and swiss and all these you know the olympics and you know it's a it's a big thing so yeah yeah um, a lot of the big dogs did it, so I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and yeah, like there's no, like if you do it all right, there's no real side effects. The thing is just like, if you have too much bicarb, you'll just need to go to the toilet. Um, yeah. Too much caffeine, you just wig out. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Give me like- ideas with the caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start hearing colors. <laughs> yeah. If you, you want to have all that like dialed in though. Um, yeah. Nice, I guess. Cause like, yeah, you don't want to try anything new. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, that's me. Yeah. The last question is um, any other gear or equipment that you kind of swear by? That I swear by. I'm just trying to think. I, 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 this is probably a bit of a nerdy one. It's like it's a bit losery, but you know the spy belt? Yeah. Yeah. I like the what? It. What is it? It's like for beginner kind of runners. Yeah. Like they carry their phone around and stuff. Yeah. Oh, really? Is it <laughs> on the like, arm? No. Well, I, <laughs> when, I first started, when I first started running, I had I have a photo which will never see the light of day ever again. It's like it's me with my mum's little pink arm holder phone thing. Yes, I, I'm a big music guy. I can't run without music. It's just, yes. just horrendous. And um, yeah, so I listen to like podcasts and music every single run. So I have my spy belt, but I tuck it. I like I strategically go underneath my shorts. And then underneath my shirt. So it's like very well. Um, it's not band. Yeah. No, when I don't I know why they get got such a hard go, actually. Like, it's a good idea to be able to carry yeah. yeah. It's just people give you so much stick for it. <laughs> yeah. But like, on one extreme, I'm not Ed Goddard who carries his phone in his hand every single run. And then I'm also not like, I'm not mentally strong enough to do my training without music. Like, unless there's people with me, I have to listen to music. Yeah, yeah. enjoyment thing as well. So yeah, spy belt. It's pink as well, just to let you know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very, very nerdy. Yeah. Awesome. I have a little um I'm gonna have to upgrade to that because I carry around a bum bag sometimes. So <laughs> so Italian of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah one of those. Taste athletic, mate. Taste yeah. Athletic. Which one where, where do you work? Which one? Uh oh, any, any of them, mate. They'll all sort you out. Okay. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I go there good, all the time. Uh, yeah. Trail running vests, I reckon. Like, yeah. Like little three liter or five liter one. Do you like them, Tom? Uh, yeah, they're all right. Like, good if you're on the trails, but. um. Would you ever wear them in like an urban environment? Uh, That's a no. If I was doing it, like, I'd have to be doing a pretty big run. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, probably not because it slows you down. Um, does it yeah okay well the one i've got it's like a 12 liter one so yeah um, the big ones yeah yeah, you kind of committed a bit more but yeah i don't know it could be a good idea to get a a little one yeah cool Mm. yeah that's sick yeah um yeah that was it for me then uh yeah anything else from you smitty or Uh, we probably should we've been going a little bit we probably can yeah (laughs) we can wrap wrap it up what do you reckon dom (laughs) we've rambled hey Nah, it's been great. No, it's we great always morning, ramble. Though. So <laughs> yeah. good. So good. Um uh actually we normally have we I don't know if we've been doing this question that much, Tom, but oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we not we used to end we've got to start doing it more consistently, but like we just ask guests like what their favorite race has been and why, whether or not it's like just because performance or just yeah, in general. What what do you reckon? Uh like my own race? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just any any races you've um, done. Yeah, my my eight hundred PB 
was last last I don't know I don't even know when it was but my 800 PB I vividly remember um going out in 53 through the lap with Ben Jagger leading who recently ran 147 and Jags is like he's he's built like a giraffe he's got legs that are about the size of my torso so he's loping along I'm sprinting behind him I knew when I heard 53 I was like oh I'm I'm yeah I'm gone <laughs> um and then I, I yeah I felt good till 600 and then literally at maybe 700 meters in the last straight like it hit me like a brick train and I fell flat on my face over the line like oh like shit because yeah I honestly don't know I don't know what happened like but I got so lactic that like my legs, like I just pushed up. Yeah. And my legs just got so lactic. They just stopped working basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was obviously not, not ready to go through in 53, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was so cooked and I like fell over the line and it was as a horrific video of me just falling over the line, like a goober, but um, we'll have to find yeah. it and put it here. As you yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, that was one of those races where it was like with a bunch of my mates, the warm up was awesome. I went to the absolute well, threw my guts up afterwards. It was a PB. Um, it was just awesome. So, yeah, it's probably my favorite race so far. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, is there anyone who we should be looking out for like this year at nationals as well? Like, um, who's going well or flying under the radar i mean like i probably should mention my someone from my squad like luke, luke is just on another level i think like people don't know but he got injured um with a stressy i think in december and then trained the house down cross training twice a day every day um so luke he's pretty young though isn't he as well yeah he's he's young like 19 i think or 20 or something he ran world juniors recently but wow unpopular opinion i reckon he's got a good shot for the olympics for the 800 so he's yeah. he's crazy um i think kieran rushton in my own squad as well he's ridiculous like he went to world uh under 20 cross country but um he's just i guess had a period where he's just struggled with fitness for a while but he's come back he came forth at um state five recently he's just on the train again he's just murdering us in sessions <laughs> um <laughs> And then, yeah, I guess like a, as a youngster, like Harry Harleen, he's this young kid. He just turned 16, I think. Um, yeah, great, great kid. Big growth spurt. Like, I think I got a photo of him on my Instagram. I standing together when he was like 11 and he's shot up now. He's like my height. Um, but he he's run, I, I paced him to a 15 in November or December, I think. And he, and he ran 352 or 353. And then he just broke 15 in the 5K with like the last four laps at like 77s. So he popped massively. Um, yeah. The rest were at like 69s or something. Um, and like, yeah, he's, he's just, a, he's a bit of a monster. I, I hope he doesn't hear it because I don't want him to think that I'm glowing him up too much. But <laughs> uh, he's, he's one that's definitely going to do really well. It's just like a bit of a prodigy, I guess, for us. So I think he'll be. He'll be pretty crazy in the years to come. Yeah, awesome. No, um, good insights. Yeah, <laughs> looking forward to it all. Um, absolutely. Yeah, but uh, thanks for coming on. It's been yeah, absolute pleasure. I think. Um, yeah, I've really enjoyed chatting to you. Yeah, yeah you guys great. too. Thanks for having me on. Sorry if I, w I wasted your time rambling a bit. No, it was, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this is the show of rambling, but it was great. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. <laughs>